0: Greetings, we're Technically a Conversation, a podcast for curious people by curious people. Every week, we take turns presenting a new topic, and the other host has no idea what the topic will be. We strive to educate in a way that's loose and fun. Our topics
1: are all over the place, from light and funny to dark and sometimes spooky.
0: Some of the topics we've covered include urban legends, civil rights
1: activists, vampires, pop culture icons the supernatural and occult, spies and espionage, science and astronomy, and
0: other weird and random things. If any of these topics interest you, give our podcast a shot.
1: Listen and subscribe at technicallyaconversation.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Parental
0: advisory, we might use strong language.
1: Mississippi played an integral role during the Civil War, and in doing so, they saw a number of deaths. Even in the smaller city of Vicksburg, camps were set at people's own homes to house the injured soldiers. But for one home, the deaths came long before the war. Natural deaths, birthing complications, senseless acts of violence, leaving souls lingering for reasons unknown. You can still visit this home today, just make sure not to stop and smell the flowers for too long at the McRaven house. Hello, you are listening to, or so they say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Megan. And I'm back. What? Why are you so monotone? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe because I've said it 103 times. <laughs> I don't know. Give or take.
0: Yeah, roughly. Is this 103?
1: Oh, gosh. Something like that. Ooh. Something like that. Happy Monday. Mm-hmm. It's Monday. Yeah, Sorry, guys, about (laughs) that. I'm sorry. I cannot stop getting sick. Truthfully, like, I'm still... Okay, so, of course, everyone's worried. Is it the vid? No. I tested a couple times. It's not COVID. No. Is it the RSV or the flu that's going around? Went to the doctor for that one because I was finally tired of not knowing. It was not that either. Uh, And honestly, they didn't test for what they think it is, but they thought I got... uh, bronchitis so the <laughs> heck what the heck
0: i've never in my life
1: i wouldn't man okay i've had covid and obviously i've had the flu and bronchitis was like another level really? like it was horrid yeah hmm.
0: covid was pretty bad for me couldn't breathe
1: <laughs> i mean covid was rough don't get me wrong but like man i still like still as we speak feel like the tiniest bit nauseous. And I ask because I've never had bronchitis and I have apparently a lot of friends who have. And I'm like fever, nauseous, like chills, uh, the whole bit. Like you feel like trash every waking second. Your head hurts, congests. And they're like, yep, huh. yep. So, so that sucks. Yeah. So and for some reason, the nauseous part is what's hanging around. I think it's because I'm still there's still congestion and draining, so oh. I, it's, like, yeah, it's, like, making me sick.
0: Oh, we were just won't talk about that anymore. <laughs> but, yeah, we, we felt bad. We really hate skipping episodes, if we can help it.
1: But, like, even we thought about remote recording, mm-hmm. like, you at your house and me here, but, like, I couldn't even get myself up to record that is also why if you follow along with megan's other podcast yeah i couldn't even edit for them i couldn't do anything so this is bad yeah no it was rough but we're back we're here yay and we didn't want to get behind we've had so many little bumps along the way uh we decided to surprise you with a monday episode
0: yes
1: so wow wow interesting
0: (laughs) yeah I don't know. Um, I mean, I guess it's a good way to start your week. Hopefully, this is an indication that you'll have a good week. Yeah, it's a good, <laughs> good start to the week. Put it out there in the universe. You got to start the week with us. Yeah. <laughs> and we're starting this week or this episode, whatever this is, December. We're first December episode? Um, What would today be? The well, 12- technically, it's our second because we had our christmas episode oh that's true silly silly so second december episode and we're in mississippi where in mississippi kelsey
1: (laughs) (laughs) i realize i don't remember the name of the town it's vicksburg that's it vicksburg mississippi sorry if you hear me like clearing my throat and sniffling still that's too bad at least we're here If you
0: hear me sniffling, it's just like a constant for me. Ever since I got my septum pierced, my nose just constantly
1: runs. That is unfortunate. I've considered getting mine done. I don't know (laughs) if they
0: hit like something in there, but I can't lean down for too long. Otherwise, my nose just is like a faucet. That's really gross, (laughs) guys.
1: (laughs) It's true. We're talking about gross things today. (laughs) This is, oh my gosh, this is so unrelated. Your episode with The Retro Club, go check it out. (laughs) The Keanu Reeves movie that John was trying to remember, isn't it Babes in Toyland? Oh, um, he said something in Toyland or something like that. And uh-huh. I was like, babes, babes. <laughs> oh,
0: I'll have to ask him. I don't remember that.
1: It might be. Well, it may be something that got cut because I had to edit. But he's like, oh. you were talking about favorite Christmas movies and uh-huh. you listed off like, you know, Home Alone, which is the episode that just oh, came out and yes. Scrooge and you were between that and Scrooge. He's like, a bunch of dumb movies came out like with Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, and I. How think, do you know that? I've never seen it. I have no idea what it's about. But he, when he said it's something, something in Toyland, and I was like, babes, like I even know what that I've heard Weird. of that. But, I've never heard of it. Okay, well, I'm pretty sure that's what he was trying to think of. I should have looked that up before. I just said it really confidently.
0: Oh, I, well, I'll ask him. I guess so I <laughs> could send him a text.
1: I know. I just do babes in Toyland question <laughs> mark. Yeah, I doubt he'll even remember that conversation. But anyway. Yeah we are in we here at or so they say are in Vicksburg Mississippi at the it's i'm pretty sure McCraven well i don't yeah, know McCraven house but it's not like <sighs> It's spelled M.C. Raven. So, yeah. like, truthfully, I've been putting emphasis elsewhere and saying McRaven. Same. <laughs> like a McDouble. That's
0: our right. I said, can I get the McRib instead of... <laughs> <laughs> Look, I started to type rib. <laughs> 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 Oh, there. I just sent the text to him. That took a long time to text for some stupid reason. Maybe
1: because you're paying attention to this.
0: I am. I'm halfway. I'm like in and out here, (laughs) but you have my full attention. Good.
1: Now. Okay. Well, anyway, before we get to the McRaven house, we're going to cover our basics in Vicksburg, Mississippi. So let's get to it. I almost used a different source instead of World Population Review because it keeps letting us down somehow. It once once again did... Uh, but only with two, it had it just put like blank on two of the little sp- you know demographics. But yeah, oh well. So Vicksburg, Mississippi is a city located in Warren County, Mississippi. It is also surprise, surprise, the county seat of Warren County. <laughs> I
0: just swear. <laughs>
1: With a 2020 population of 21,117, it is the 20th largest city in Mississippi and the 2,184th largest city in the United States. Wow. I know, very exciting, <laughs> notable. Vicksburg is currently declining at a rate of 1.07% annually, which is like a pretty good decline compared to some others we've had. Yeah. Uh, And its population has decreased by 4.21% since the most recent census, which recorded a population of 22,045. See, they did it again. World Population Review. The 22,000 population number was from 2000. 2020 uh-huh and at the beginning it said the 2020 census it's i the think 2022 it means 22 yeah yeah dummies i keep forgetting to i thought to i caught all my it. little yeah i thought i caught them all whoopsie daisy whoops spanning over 35 miles see now we've talked about this and we haven't looked it up for comparison i know that this is like half of what it usually is vicksburg has a population density of 640 people per square mile they got so, space they got a lot of space compared <laughs> to some places <clears throat> The average household income in Vicksburg is fifty three thousand
0: four hundred and thirty four. So Not terrible. Yeah, um, about ten thousand less.
1: Oh, I'm gonna have to jump back to the internet because I forgot like a really big part of my portion. But oh, okay, we'll get there because the poverty rate of Vicksburg is. You want to take a stab at it? I with no eighteen percent. A little higher. Twenty uh, one. A little higher. 24. little higher. Of oh, 30? 32.4% <gasps> are impoverished. Oh my impoverished. God. Uh-huh. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm serious. And I want you, <laughs> I'll just, I'll get there. I'll get there. Let's finish with some numbers. The median rental costs in recent years comes to this was These were the ones that I had to just look up elsewhere and fill in the blanks because it's weird. The best answer I could find is $690 per month, which makes sense for an impoverished city. Yeah. And the median house value is, and this is, again, there were so much drastic answers. The best I could come up with was 185000 which is about almost a quarter of the national average, which the national average is insane. Yeah, I guess, but I think... It- I would have thought it'd be lower. Just I don't know. Uh, but the median age in Vicksburg is thirty five point five years. So thirty five point two for males, thirty five point seven for females. So it's a little, a tiny bit on the higher side. And or is it lower? It's, it's thirty six. A little sorry. lower,
0: but I don't know. I guess whether it's young or old, I didn't know what to expect as being you know the impoverished people
1: well now listen here so i gotta i have like i said somehow lost my information for the demographics like the actual demographics so i'm gonna um, go to the u.s census bureau for that because it's a good breakdown let, i mean let me give world population review a chance they get like i'll give them one more try okay while you're looking it up i got to text back yes babes in
0: toyland is a movie it's not the right one <laughs> no it is a movie with keanu reeves wow so, yeah. i've
1: never seen it don't know anything about it but for some reason when he said something in toyland i was like babes wow
0: yeah that's uh, I've never heard of that
1: okay well anyway you've never heard of it <laughs> no oh i've heard of it i don't know a thing about it <laughs> okay anyway i don't want to know about Chicken in Brussels? What the heck? What? Sweet green and ads. Oh, man. I thought you meant like
0: chickens in Brussels, like <laughs>
1: no. the no. place Brussels. No, okay. So very impoverished city. Uh, I'm just going to give you the demographics, and I'll let you infer from there. Okay. So this is this is a. I don't know if this is a first for this for us or not, but the racial composition. Of Vicksburg. Mm-hmm. 69.44%. Nice. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. 69.44% <laughs> is... African-American? Though. Yes. Black okay. or African-American. 27.02% white. Ooh. Hello. uh t- Two or more races is 2.2%. Other races, 0.6%. Native American is 0. 037 Asian 0.34 and Native Hawaiian or uh, Pacific Islander is 0.04%.
0: Now, (laughs) a single family.
1: I do not mean to be this person. (laughs) Uh, But this is one of our largest uh, poverty rates we've had. Yeah. It's also one of the largest black or African American percentages we've had.
0: Yeah. Well, well, Uh, well, 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 we don't want to get you made me guess and made me feel like a (laughs) jerk. But I knew that's what it was going to be. No,
1: it's because it's systemic. Mm -hmm. And that's all I'm that's all I'm going to say. It's systemic. (laughs) Um, I mean, the numbers don't lie, folks. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sure if you scuttle on over to a neighboring Mississippi town uh, that is a little more white, I'm sure it is less impoverished
0: yeah and i understand smaller numbers do skew the the national average
1: but, but we've had much smaller oh yeah like
0: because you said this is twenty two 21 yeah well i mean we've had towns with like 700 people mm-hmm. and it's not been that bad yeah so yeah like uh, we, I, we never did the uh now i'm curious because we never did the demographics on tunnelton Oh. But I wonder.
1: Um, I mean, there are obviously poor white towns and poor other towns mm-hmm. d- d- especially poor Hispanic towns, poor like mm-hmm. they exist, but systemic.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: well, anyway, so <laughs> that's that's the makeup of Vicksburg, Mississippi. So it okay. really, really, yeah. it doesn't surprise me. I almost I'm kind of mad that I didn't have the racial breakdown because like it doesn't surprise me that the population is predominantly black and African-American in Mississippi. That just seems to track. But I yeah. wish I would have saved the crappy information for last. Right. Well, anyway, now let's discuss the McRib house. Oh. <laughs> the McRaven house. McChicken. Well, it it is like uh, capital M-C, capital R. McRaven. McRaven. Yeah. Uh, So I started pulling information from the McRaven website, and then I started pulling from like basically only in your state, Mm -hmm. and then uh, I just kept like kind of piecing it together. Each one had a little bit different, and eventually, uh, surprisingly, the one I found all of that information and then some uh, was Wikipedia. So Next. we're just going to go with Old Faithful. We they are asking for donations this time of year to keep going because it is a free source. Yeah. So check that out.
0: <coughs> we may, we'll may we do it one day. I know we haven't, but I, <laughs> I swear know. we will.
1: I know. I say it. It's a good thing to do. Go donate to Wikipedia so you can continue to have... Free knowledge. Free, yeah, free knowledge and then go to Patreon and donate to us so we can continue <laughs> to do this for you. We will stop upsetting you one day. But just knowing that we have your support in listens and in patronage is is that's the gift that keeps giving monthly. So anyway. Indeed. <laughs> all right. The first part of what is now McRaven, this is now all coming from Wikipedia. Okay. The first part of what is now McRaven was built by Andrew Glass circa 1797. She old, old. That
0: is an old house. Mm-hmm.
1: And originally serving as a way station for pioneers en route to Nashville, Tennessee along the Natchez Trace to the Mississippi River. Okay. Very exciting. As first built, McRaven consisted of only a kitchen with one room above it. This part of the house is now known as the Pioneer Section. Okay. Yes. Uh, jump quite a bit uh 40 years in 1836 sheriff stephen howard bought the house and added the middle dining room and the bedroom above it built in empire architectural style sheriff howard's wife mary elizabeth howard died during childbirth in late august 1836 Mm -hmm. in the middle bedroom the house was purchased by john h bob in 1849 bob built the rest of the house in greek revival style <clears throat> so
0: this is just uh, a little bit of everything. Yeah, well house. that's
1: it's actually I should have kept up the McRaven website one because it's considered I think like Mississippi's time capsule or something like that. Let's see McRaven House, blah blah blah, go to their website. <laughs> I should have just kept it up, but I was I was like I'm just going to use Wikipedia. The time capsule of the South. Because the house was built in three chunks, 1797, 1836, and 1849. And all three sections of the house are kept. They were not surprisingly changed in the building. Oh. So like, hmm. even though they built that next section, they yeah, made sure line. to not touch the previous section. Yeah. So it's like three different pieces of time in one house. Cool. Yeah. During the Civil War... The uh the Civil War's 1863 Siege of Vicksburg, McRaven was used as a Confederate field hospital and campsite.
0: Oh, we've had a couple of those recently.
1: I feel like the Mm -hmm.
0: Octagon Museum was like that.
1: Yeah, but because we hovered in the North a lot, those were Union. Yeah. We are now in Confederate, like deep Confederate. Yeah. So it's to be expected. Since it was located so close to the railroad, a major point of battle. The house was battered by cannon blasts from both the Union and Confederate forces. Yikes. I mean, it just got caught in crossfire. Yeah. However, it still stands. On May eighteenth, eighteen sixty-four, after Vicksburg had fallen to Union forces, May eighteenth—that's Jordan's birthday. Happy birthday! (laughs) (laughs) The the Confederate fell. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) (laughs) or no, it was uh, Vicks. Yeah, Vicksburg had fallen to Union forces. So, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) John Bob noticed a group of six drunken Union occupation soldiers picking flowers from his garden. Which, like, how wholesome? (laughs) Precious.
0: I have like a tiny little segue just because we're talking about confederacy and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Unless I've missed something or it's a joke. I don't know if this dude was like trolling us really hard or if he's really this dumb. But he was flying. It's a big yee-yee truck here in the Midwest. Mm -hmm. And he's flying his flags on the back. If you live in the Midwest, you know.
1: Why? I mean, there's plenty of them, but I feel I just saw one the other day. So I'm wondering if it's the same one. Yeah,
0: he was flying his Trump flag. And then he was flying the police flag the black and blue American flag yeah and then he was flying the Union Jack and I'm like is that supposed to be did you mean the Confederate flag (laughs) and he's flying the Union Jack am I getting trolled right now I, I mean I took a picture of it because I was just so baffled that I didn't know if he was if he was just being a jerk or if he really didn't know that that was not the Confederate flag
1: Oh, I mean, (laughs) it's hard to tell in this town. I was going to say, in Terre Haute, were you on the north end of town? Mm, Yes. I'm going to guess the latter.
0: Okay. (laughs) I mean, I live on the north end, so. Well, that's, I feel
1: bad. Maddie's sister just recently moved, I think, to the north end of town. And she's telling people, like, when she tells them where she lives, she says, Like this specific neighborhood, because she's like, I don't want to say the north end.
0: (laughs) Oh, it was, um, it was at the Taco Bell on Wabash. Like, Uh, am I getting trolled right now? I don't, I don't know. I don't either. I can't tell if he's serious or not, uh huh, or if he really thinks that might be a Confederate. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. It's my
1: heritage. Oh God, you idiot.
0: <sighs> anyway, I'm so sorry. It's just I. You made me think of it with all this Confederacy talk. So
1: well, I don't. My guess is on the especially at the north end Taco Bell. Probably it was Wabash. Oh, even worse. Well, I don't know. That's I know. weird.
0: Mm. No,
1: the one I saw was definitely a Confederate flag with like a weird smiley face in the middle. And uh-huh. it said, I'm sure it said something <laughs> yeah, stupid and inaccurate. So anyway, back <clears throat> to, back to uh, uh, picking flowers. Yeah. Picking flowers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk Union soldiers picking flowers. Uh, outraged bob promptly ordered them to leave immediately (laughs) the soldiers cursed at him and refused to leave because they wanted to pick their flower i don't know (laughs) uh so john picked up a brick and threw it at them (laughs) (laughs) knocking a sergeant to the ground goodness uh the soldiers left vowing to burn down bob's house (laughs) like just let them pick the flowers good lord Uh, Bob then reported the incident to the federal commander of Vicksburg, General Henry W. Slocum. Mm -hmm. What a name. Uh, Who dismissively said he would admonish those responsible, a.k.a. leave me alone. They were just flowers, dummy. Upon returning to the gates of his home, Bob was met by 25 Union troops, (laughs) who took him to Stout's Bayou, about 100 yards from the house, and fatally shot him in the back and face. Oh my god. Now um, I
0: feel like you're you guys are both being a little ridiculous. Yeah,
1: I mean, like it started funny enough. Uh I mean, it's just funny, like these union soldiers picking flowers drunken drunkenly, but I'm sure that's why it escalated is they were drunk and men. Yeah. So Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they they killed him over that. So by the time <laughs> he went to complain and came back to his house he was he was killed. Good. Uh, Bob's death was the first recorded act of violence perpetuated by Union troops after the siege. Uh, John's widow, Selina Bob, so I don't, that's such a funny name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Their last name Bob? B-O-B-B. B-O-B-B, yeah. Selina Bob. Oh, <laughs> well, I've come across uh, Mr. Bob, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: she sold the house to a realtor in 1869 and moved to a fa- family plantation outside of New Orleans, Louisiana, called Sunnyside, which kind of rings a bell. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's... Just me or not, but it's just you. I'll have to look into it. Uh, McGraven was eventually sold to William Murray in 1882. Murray and his wife Ellen Flynn raised four daughters and three sons in McGraven. Stop having children, god. Yeah, uh, William Murray died at the house in 1911. His wife Ellen died there in 1921. Their daughter Ida or Ida died in 1946. And a son died in nineteen fifty, all at the McRaven house. Eee. Yeah. From this point on, William's daughters, Annie and Ella Murray, both unmarried, lived alone in the house with no modern conveniences aside from a telephone and no contact with the outside world except their doctor, Walter Johnston. This was now, this is nineteen this was in the nineteen fifties. Uh-huh. So like at this point, you could have modern conveniences. Right they had a telephone weird i know right huh and i and it feels like a weird and they were roommate because it specifically (laughs) said like they're unmarried they're sisters but it's also the south i don't know
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah why did they have to like enunciate the fact that they're sisters and not married to anyone at all
1: (laughs) not even each other What? (laughs) Anyway, uh, because apparently a woman being married was her only, you know. For shame. Yeah, the only thing. Why do you think it was always like, John Bob and wife Mrs. John Bob? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. In 1960, Ella Murray died at the age of 81, and her sister Annie sold the house after moving to a nursing home. At this point, the house was in such disrepair that neighbors and nearby residents had no idea it existed.
0: Oh my mm-hmm. uh,
1: The upper story was completely overgrown with vines, and the sisters had resorted to chopping up the antique furniture for firewood.
0: Oh no! yeah,
1: that sucks. In 1960, Mcraven was purchased by OE. Bradway and with cosmetic restoration, it was open to the public for touring in 1961. So he did that in a year. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because it said in 1960, in that one year, uh, Ella Murray died. The other moved to a nursing home. Someone purchased it, finished it, and had it ready for tours in 1961. Hmm. So, wow. Uh, the house was placed on the National Register of Historic Places on January 8th, 1979. Later that year, Bradway sold McRaven and some of the furnishings to Charles and Sandra Harvey for $75,000. That is it. After the spring pilgrimage, the Harveys closed the house and took on a year-long restoration at a cost near $100,000. Oh, man. The restoration included such things as woodwork, rewiring, plumbing, and plastering. A master at plaster restorations, I said that really well. That was very nice. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Little of Jackson took on the extraordinary task of plastering all the walls and ceilings and restoring the Greek revival cornices, cornices and ceiling medallions.
0: I have no idea what that is.
1: I feel like I should know what a cornice is. It's like it's corn ice. I don't know oh. why I said it that way. So, corn ice. Okay, cornice. I thought you were going to hit
0: me with, like, it's got the juice or something.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like corn ice. Okay. Uh, but I know what a ceiling, ceiling medallion is because I want one. Yeah. Uh, having samples of the original carpet from the John Bob era, Mrs. Harvey found a company in Georgia to reproduce the carpet from the parlor, front entry, stairwell, and upstairs front bedroom. You know that probably was not cheap. No. She also did extensive research on each period of the house to have authentic paper, wallpaper, fabrics, and furnishing for the public. So, like, attention to detail. Good for her. Uh, The front and rear porch were in disrepair and had been roped off by Bradway. Lincoln Brown, with the Waterways Experimental Station, rebuilt both front and rear porches. (coughs) My throat. (laughs) Uh, While in the attic, Mr. Harvey discovered many rafters had been damaged from the Union's shellings and needed repair. The 1840 Privy, which was purchased by Bradway from the Vic House, was also repaired. I do not know what a Privy is. Oh, okay. (laughs) Once again ready for touring, the Vicksburg Sunday Post featured McRaven's Spring Pilgrimage open house in their April 6th, 1980 issue. McRaven had been returned to her authentic glory... Yay. Though the Harveys and their two children never lived in the house, they spent many nights in the Howard's bedroom protecting the home from vandals. Okay. Mm -hmm. I thought I was going to say ghosts. I know. Uh, In 1984, the Harveys moved to Natchez and sold McRaven to Leyland French, for $275,000, so a $200,000 profit, good for them. But I mean, like, I guess only... a
0: 100000 you mean?
1: Yeah, 100000 after the restoration. Uh-huh. In 1984, Leyland French purchased McRaven and did further restoration. French was the first owner since the Murrays to reside in the house. Aside from a modern kitchen and bathroom in its basement, McRaven has remained largely unchanged since the 19th century. For this reason, McRaven has, fe- has featured in the July 1963 issue of National Geographic magazine, which called it the Time Capsule of the South.
0: Hmm.
1: And in May of 2007, owner Leyland French put McRaven up for sale at, do you want to guess how much? Oh, 3 Close. A little A little off. One million seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Oh,
0: okay. Well,
1: uh huh. Did I miss a step somewhere? <laughs> nope. Oh, okay. No, no Leyland bought it in nineteen eighty four for two hundred and seventy five thousand. Did more restorations, uh, but put it up for sale in 20, 2007 for one point seven five million. My God. Uh, but that's okay because in August twenty fifteen, Stephen and Kendra Reed purchased the home <laughs> okay so i mean it was up for sale for eight years so i don't know how much it dropped but yeah they reopened it for both historical and ghost tours Ooh. Mm. so that is the not necessarily i mean a little quick for me quick and dirty history <laughs> of the mcraven home you wonder so the mcraven home is located on what is the street uh harrison street so now, where in that name, where, where in the entire story did a McRaven show up?
0: Yeah. Nowhere. Now, I heard in my research that it
1: was called... The street was originally McRaven. No. Well, that's what I have. Oh, um, okay. One of my th- that's what I was going to say was, I mean, now you can tell me what you heard, but what I heard was that before it was Harrison Street, it was McRaven Street.
0: Okay, well, I heard when Bob owned it, it was the Bob house.
1: I mean, he probably did that. Which sounds boring. (laughs) Right. But, okay. (laughs) Okay. So no, it was the street was originally McRaven. So. <laughs> Me- Megan has like melted down, and her tree. I saw yeah. you getting cozy. Now now look what you've done. I
0: know. I can- I mean yes. Can I record this way? But just just sit
1: up slowly, and I'll talk <sighs> through it. I'm gonna bump. Help. <laughs> are you? Are you? Do we need him? I'm not taking a moment. Figure it out.
0: Are you, well, if I move the mic stand, it's gonna be loud. I'm just gonna live with this. Okay, are you comfortable? Yeah, I'm too comfortable. I started getting like <laughs> real cozy.
1: I thought the story was good. I got you at the flowers, and I got you at the or one point five million dollar jump.
0: No, it was good. I'm just i'm starting to like fade fast i know no, it's what's okay. happening
1: <laughs> so before you jump into your ghosts let's recap real quick okay. why it is a, a very sad place it's because lots of freaking people died first of all going mm-hmm. all the way back to john h bob his wife or was it his wife who the heck died Um, Uh, Yeah, no, it was Sheriff Howard going all the way back to the 1700s. Sheriff Howard's wife, Mary Elizabeth Howard, died during childbirth. mm -hmm. And then we had, you know, Bob and his wife lived there. And I think, oh, yeah, Bob died because he was shot over the flowers. He was shot in the back and the face. William Murray and his wife, Ellen Flynn, four daughters, three sons, and... Ellen, Ellen, the mom died. Ida died. A son died. Yeah, all of them died. Three people died from that family alone. And then all in the, the house.
0: soldiers, all the Confederate Union soldiers that died, and were just buried on the ground. I'm sure. Just...
1: Mm-hmm. well, can. Yeah, you said Union and Confederate because it was kept as, uh, you know, um, a place for Confederate soldiers. What the heck? Why can't? I oh, <laughs> uh,
0: as a barracks, kind of.
1: Oh, Confederate Field Hospital and Campsite. Okay. So lots of death. Yeah. Lots of death, necess- like, you know, by the time the hands of time and also unnecessary. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Yes. Well, I'll touch on some of these ghosts. I did get some of my information from the McRaven website, McRavenTourHome.com. Mm-hmm. And they talk about the three big ghosts, which is Mary Elizabeth Howard, mm-hmm. John Bob, okay, and Andrew Glass.
1: Oh, the person from who the built very it. beginning.
0: Yes, yep, yep. So they said that Mary Elizabeth Howard is the most active spirit in the house hmm She died at a young age in 1836, shortly after childbirth. You're said during childbirth, but what I read and also what I heard was that it was like a couple weeks after she gave birth. It was complications. And maybe complications
1: due to childbirth. Yeah. Birth. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Anyway,
0: she was the lady of the house as the Empire section was built by her husband, Sheriff Stephen Howard. And then if you... Uh, John Bob is the next ghost they talk about. Mm-hmm. He built the Grand Greek Parlor and Master Suite of the McRaven Mansion house, whatever. Mm-hmm. He survived the Vicksburg siege at McRaven only to be murdered a year later by Union troops. <laughs> and it doesn't say how. I but. know
1: that's, I mean, I think I had read that he died that way. That's why when I jumped to Wikipedia and I saw that, I said, well, I'm using all of this. So <laughs>
0: Can you move your hand again the way you just did? The other hand. Didn't you like move that arm?
1: This arm? Yeah.
0: No? no. Okay.
1: <laughs> YMCA, what'd you see?
0: Like, I saw a shadow down here by the piano.
1: I'm like just <laughs> doing her <wind-meling> arms? <laughs> I know I'm like swinging my legs. You're just doing full arm circles. <laughs> no, I mean this. Ah, ah, I <laughs> well now I kicked the mic stand anyway.
0: Well, geez, I could kick mine too then. Oh, I dang it! I had been, We're a whole Listen, mess.
1: I know I'm not cutting anything.
0: Anyway, no, I saw a shadow like just by the piano here.
1: You know, it's been a while since I've seen anything in this house, so it's about time. Yeah.
0: All right. Anyway, so John Bob died. <laughs> Sorry for that.
1: The chaos.
0: <laughs> Which it is. It's funny that all this started happening because our next ghost is. Uh, oh, and they said that you can go to the McRaven Mansion and hear the story and hear about his tragic end and now he still strolls his balcony. Oh, Mm -hmm. all right. And then Andrew Glass was a notorious highwayman who likely built
1: McRaven as a hideout. Is what you said that so weird? I said high woman, high woman. That's what I heard. High woman. Oh, a highwayman. Yes.
0: I know. (laughs) I I mean, I guess I said it like a a multiple, but highwayman. Yeah. (laughs) Who likely built it as a hideout? He robbed people on the Natch Natches. I call yeah, the Natchez. The Natchez, Trace, and built two rooms at McGraven to count his spoils. Mm-hmm. Oddly, the room is not at all that different from the way he left it nearly 200 years ago. Wow. His spirit is active at McGraven. Come only if you dare, they say. Okay. All right. I <laughs> <So> do dare. <laughs> on the McGraven website, they do have a YouTube video linked, and... I'll be darned if I didn't write down the name of the freaking people who post the
1: YouTube video. Oh, yeah, I saw that link. I did not click on it, It was like Ghost encounter. A Ghost Encounter. Oh, no. At McRavenhouse. Just go to YouTube. Oh, God. Oh, heck. (laughs) A Ghost Encounter. We will never forget. Sam and Colby.
0: That's it. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember their names. And did you
1: see when it was posted?
0: No, I sure did not. You know I didn't write anything.
1: A month ago oh shoot okay yeah that's interesting <laughs> i'm pretty sure let me triple check yeah at 4.1 million views in a month wow o- posted october 18th
0: wicked neato. wow <laughs> <laughs> all right so this video it's a bunch of so bros that's more than a
1: month what the heck
0: <laughs> well it's not quite to the two month okay mark
1: well whatever
0: um it's a group of bros uh-huh. who go to the McRaven house There's Sam and Colby or two main guys which I don't know which is which one of them wears a lot of jewelry <sighs> and I I'm not a jewelry person I mean my god I barely wear my wedding ring so. <laughs> I <Right>. am <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> anyway uh they and they go with a couple of their friends and they kind of give you a breakdown of the house and you get to see they're videotaping the tour that they get to take. They do the historical tour, and then they do the ghost tour as well later that night. Mm -hmm. So one thing they were told is that there are ghost sightings that date back all the way to 1864. Okay, okay. So they've been around for a minute, allegedly.
1: Is it the dude that's wearing the pink hat? Yes. Okay, I see. He wears a lot
0: of rings on his fingers.
1: I like... I thought I jumped ahead. Jump ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Dang. Jeez. I'm done trying to make it work. I got a Liberty Mutual ad. Oh, God. uh You don't want to watch the Limu Emu or whatever? Le- no. Isn't that his name? <laughs> Limu Emu. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> you don't have cable? No, I don't have cable. I don't have cable either,
0: but sometimes I get those ads. Okay. um So, The Ghost of Andrew Glass is there which they already told you about mm-hmm. and the women who work there are actually like kind of scared of him because he is not that he hurts anybody physically but he does uh, make them uncomfortable
1: Mm-hmm. he's like and, imposing
0: yeah and he's also been known to steal things because that's what he did in his living um, yeah, yeah on his time here on earth he stole things and Hit out in this house. Oh my God! Don't do that. That scared me. Why? Why would you
1: do that? I, is that not good? I've never seen Ouija. You should not look through the. Oh my God! <laughs> you should. Oh my God! Oh God! <laughs> no, I've never seen Ouija. That reminded me of we just covered on the retro well, look, club. It's not. Uh... Oh, God, my fat finger's in there. There isn't a glass. No, there's not a glass. I know.
0: Uh, Anyway, on the Retro Club, we covered Home Alone and we talked about how uh, this part where uh, Kevin goes to his, he slides down into his treehouse and he's hiding out. And remember, he rides like the little the rope down and I guess and falls into his house and his tree house and then Harry and Marv are left in the house looking over at the tree house at him and Kevin yells out the window I'm gonna call the cops and uh, Marv or is it yeah Marv the taller one yeah he's like oh he's gonna call the cops and Harry looks at him and goes what from the
1: from the tree house <laughs> <laughs>
0: and it reminded me of that (laughs) sorry that was
1: so off (laughs) topic no it's okay so don't look through the thing
0: you probably shouldn't no okay okay (laughs) I mean I don't know if that's a legit bad thing but I know in the movie it's a bad thing
1: okay I'll watch Ouija sometime
0: all right back to this this (laughs) video okay so there is a a doll we love a good haunted doll
1: of course and
0: her name is little Debbie (laughs) (laughs) is it really (laughs) big Deborah (laughs) Yeah, her name's Little Debbie. Oh,
1: my and God.
0: She is a corn husk doll, if you're familiar with what a corn husk doll is. If I can try to get a still of Little Debbie or something, <laughs> I will show you not the cakes.
1: <laughs> it's a ding dong ho ho.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or a Christmas tree cake. It is Christmas time. I guess so. Uh- um,.
1: They have the bastardized nutty bars that are like white chocolate oh, I with saw yeah. That. yeah. Ah.
0: And I don't even know if they're like flavored anything different except white chocolate which is bleh. <laughs> If it were like eggnog maybe.
1: Oh. I don't I like eggnog. Oh, I guess I shouldn't. I've never had eggnog but you just assume it's nasty look yeah. at you. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> All right, little Debbie. <laughs> She's the corn doll. Uh-huh. And she sits in a crib. Which is even worse. They put her in a crib. Like, I mean, it's a little doll. It's probably a little bit bigger than my cell phone.
1: Right. And oh. she just
0: sits in a crib. And, she don't need a whole crib. But she's known to move around. She doesn't just hang out in the crib. Don't of worry. Of course
1: she is. Um, I imagine her moving like a flat Stanley.
0: <laughs> kind of. I'll get there.
1: Okay. Because
0: she, uh, there was one time where she was left in the crib and they came they left the room and came back. It was on one of the tours, and she was in a high the high chair across the room, and mm-hmm. they were like, cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, then, okay, one of the tour guides that they got to talk to, there was two people I saw for the most part. Uh, there was a man and a woman. Well, I guess they talked to three different people. But one of the women they talked to is a tour guide. And she was talking about how during one of the tours, she had like a college age couple in mm-hmm. the group. And one of the girls looked really pale in that room. She did not look well. Right and Enough that the tour guide was like, are you good?
1: Is yeah. there something <laughs> wrong? Do you feel something? I know what that looks like when I was sick this week.
0: Oh, yeah. I did.
1: I got sick one time. Ooh. Oh. And I like got up and looked in the mirror. I said, Ooh. like it scared oh. me. really." My lips were like white.
0: Oh, yeah. That's yeah, happened so to me.
1: i me. So I don't get sick very often. So when I saw that, I was like, dang, people really do get pale. Like I had no color in my face. Mm-hmm. Uh, there
0: was one time I went to a, a workout class. It was a pulse fitness. It's like dance fitness. Mm-hmm. It's an hour long class. And I went way too hard. I also went before... It was the first morning class I went to, and mm-hmm. I did not eat breakfast beforehand. Oh, dang. Went on an empty stomach to an hour-long high-intensity workout class, and yeah. I did throw up, and I saw my face, and my lips were gray, and I said, good yeah. God. That's
1: happened to me. I passed out in a Planet Fitness bathroom once. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, That Kelsey. was weird. I woke up to Selena Gomez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Nobody, nobody failed me either. I was like, I guess I'll die here. <laughs> How long were you there? I don't know, a whole song played at least. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> See,
0: this is why we don't go to the gym anymore. <laughs> I know, it just hurts people. <sighs> Ugh, no, it's about that time to get my gym membership again, like everybody else.
1: Oh, I've been paying their rent for so long. <laughs>
0: I know, I know. Um, okay, so the back to the college age kid couple. Mm-hmm, yes. The girl looks really sick, and the woman's like, you good? And She said, no, not really. And <laughs> she said, why? And she's like, I saw that doll move. She's like, oh, little Debbie. <laughs> apparently, she didn't just see her move like wiggle or mm-hmm. whatever. She said the doll is laying correctly in yeah. the in the crib, sits up, uh-huh. turns, and leans back and is now leaning up against the back of the crib so she can like stare at the tour
1: group. Okay. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> like, how is a haunted doll is like worse than haunted children?
0: Yeah, and they said they don't think it's like Adam or uh, not Adam Andrew Glass or any of them. They're not sure who it is, mm-hmm. but they don't think it's the men for sure. They have no reason to haunt this corn I hostel. mean, three
1: children died, so yeah,
0: and that's why they don't know who who mm-hmm. it could be. Right. Um, oh, here's a crazy story they told one of the other guys uh, that was taking them on this tour. He told them the story about how the caretaker what was his name? French? Was that his name?
1: um, Leland.
0: French? Yeah. Was his last name? Mm -hmm. I believe it was him. And there was one day he went, he didn't stay, he stayed in the house, but he also had a second house. Yeah, he
1: didn't actually live there.
0: Yeah, that when he couldn't take it in the McRaven house, he would stay at his other house. Uh Uh-huh. And eventually, something happened to him that he up and left one day and just they said that that was it he just didn't own it anymore he wanted nothing to do with it someone bought it for like he was happy to get rid of it Mm -hmm. and if anyone from the mcraven house tries to call him and ask him questions he will hang up on you he wants nothing to do with it now neat Yeah. Well, this is probably why. So he went into the house one day and he walked into one of the rooms and he stepped down and something squished under his foot. Gross. He picked up his foot and it was a piece of gum and he's like, some... He's a crap person on one of these two or spit their gum out on the carpet or Uh, maybe dropped it or something. But there was gum in the carpet. So he's now mushed it. And he's like, (laughs) so he gets down on his hands and knees and he's trying to clean it. Mm -hmm. And something came up behind him and pushed his face down into the floor so hard that it broke his nose and his glasses.
1: Oh, Mm -hmm. well. My God! Yeah, and they said
0: <laughs> so that's the most violent thing that's ever happened there. They think that might have been Andrew.
1: Wow, that okay. didn't.
0: Yeah, straight up broke his nose.
1: That sucks.
0: Mm-hmm. Um Now this is something we don't say. This is what their tour guide said. So I mean, take this what you will. But he encourages people to taunt the ghosts and call him mean names. And get him riled up. So like you can Andrew. get your nose broken? I don't know why. They just said, call him whatever you want. We don't care. And I'm like, huh. Probably because they're
1: mad at him. I don't know.
0: Yeah. And you had mentioned there's a train nearby. Now, mm-hmm. when I, they said nearby, it like runs through the front yard of this house. It's kind of like how our old great grandma's house yeah. had a train in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Um a ver- very much a train in her backyard. Yeah. Same situation here, but it's in the front yard. Okay. And so this one I was kind of mm, about, but the mail tour guide said that he was in there one time and all the china in the cabinet started to shake.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm
0: like, well, if a train was going by and it's that close to the house, that makes sense. Right. What are you mean, say did something?
1: he? Well, did he say a train was going by? He
0: did not. But that's okay. why I'm like, are you leaving out a piece of information? Yeah. Because I don't know how frequently trains do go by there. And they said that I read something, some dra- dramatized article about this place. It was like, uh, it sounds like screaming and screeching out in the front yard, but it's just the train, Yeah, which I mean, we've slept through that. That yeah. does not bother <laughs> yeah. us anymore. Yeah. Uh, he also, the guy who heard the China shaking in the cabinet, Mm -hmm. there was another time where he was in the house and he heard what sounded like an old woman's voice come up right in his ear and say, excuse me, (laughs) like, like that. He did it with that inflection. So yeah, it's, uh, just you hear voices all the time. Things are getting moved. Things are getting misplaced or stolen. Mm -hmm. Um, they so now we're down to the actual Sam and Colby who are investigating this yeah, place, yeah, and at one point, their camera starts malfunctioning, it's on Colby, I think, the pink hat guy, mm-hmm. and it starts malfunctioning, all the stuff behind him keeps going in and out of focus, and yeah. they were like. Eh. To shut this camera off because we don't know what's going on mm-hmm. and it was some auto switch that got turned on and he showed it because they had more than one camera mm-hmm. so he showed it on the other camera what it would take to turn it on he's like i've never turned this on and somehow it got flipped on okay. is what they found out so mm-hmm. I and we've had stuff malfunction yeah but it is hard to say like did he accidentally flip the switch and not
1: realize it right right
0: I don't know. I mean, it did show it takes some effort to turn it on, but still. Mm -hmm. Things get jostled around and in bags and things like that. Right, and
1: especially if it's a button you never touch, you wouldn't think to make sure that it was off.
0: Right. And they had mentioned earlier on the website that Mary is the one who makes herself known the most. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of people say... They said that a lot of people think it's because she died at such a young age that she's probably pretty depresso and the fact that she has a lot of unfinished business that she felt like she didn't live a full life so she's still hanging out yeah that's i mean that all tracks she makes a lot of noises um she's known for making sounds in her room uh the tour guide mentioned at one point that they were downstairs And upstairs in the area that would be Mary's room, you could hear the furniture being moved around. Oh. And when they went up there, one of the chairs had been pushed in front of the door.
1: Oh. Well. Yeah. Yeah, Can't make that up. (laughs) She's like
0: any other mom, unless this is just our mom, likes to rearrange the house every, like, quarter of the year <laughs> right. so, time to move the furniture I swear she moved our mother and I know she's <laughs> listening there's one time that I had a dentist appointment they put me on some type of antibiotic it knocked me out whatever it was
1: right and
0: I know I fell asleep in one spot in the living room on the couch and I woke up <laughs> in another spot and I was so disoriented I said what like as <laughs> the living room always look like this and she moved the furniture around while I was passing out on the couch and just moved me with it <laughs> I hope you remember
1: that I don't, I don't recall
0: <laughs> actually our neighbor came over uh, Rochelle and we had a full-on conversation and I said no we did not Oh my and gosh. she said that I was up and talking to her I oh. was like
1: scary cool <laughs>
0: don't I don't like remember <laughs> this yeah anyway so Mary's just rearranging her room occasionally.
1: Right. I'd move my furniture around if my house were bigger. There's not many options. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
0: They, this group of guys, they go into Mary's room just as they're talking about her. And you do get to see it. They kind of have to do... uh, They replay it and slow it down so you can see it. But I think it's at the 22-ish minute mark. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll double check on that, 22 or 24. But they walk into the room and you can see back against the wall, there's like a a makeup table. It's got a mirror and then these little cabinets on the side. Mm -hmm. The cabinet door, while they're all walking into the room, just pops open. And kind of swings back and forth.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And they replay it and they ask the tour guide. They're like, um, does this happen? And he's like, oh, yeah, she just kind of moves her stuff. That's probably her.
1: And oh, he was okay. just
0: very <laughs> unfazed by this happening. Right. And you did see it. Like, I didn't wait for the slow-mo. I went back myself and looked at it in real time. And unfortunately, it's like when he's turning the camera towards it. Mm-hmm. But you can clearly see the door opening as yeah. he's turning. Oh. So that happens and then at the same time that happens a lot of stuff is happening in Mary's room. They after the cabinet opens on its own, they hear footsteps down the hallway when they're the only ones in the building or in that area of the building of the time yeah and then one of the guys was standing there. And while the tour guide was giving some information, you heard this really loud thud and everyone like jumps because they put an indicator on the screen that's like, listen. Yeah. So, of course, I put like my phone to my ear and it goes, doom. I said, what the why? Like, I didn't have to get close for that. Right. And his cell phone fell out of his pocket, but it didn't just fall. He said, I mean, it's like if my cell phone were in fully in my pocket Mm -hmm. and it fell
1: on the floor. And he said it kind of felt like someone had jerked his pocket. Well, also, like, guys have deeper pockets. Yeah. They have more secure pockets. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, it was his jacket pocket. But he even, he put his phone in his pocket to show them. And it goes completely in. Mm-hmm. And he said he kind of felt like a jerk on his jacket. And then his phone just fell to the floor. So it's almost like Mary was curious. Like, <laughs> what's this? Yeah, Because <laughs> she's been... I mean, she died in the 1800s. Right. There's no idea what this is, what's going on. Mm -hmm. And also, there's a lot of men in her bedroom right now. So she's probably like, Get out. Excuse you. (laughs) Um, Excuse me? What the heck? (laughs) (laughs) Some people say that this isn't part of this tour necessarily, but they do mention it in the video, that you can see figures walking around in the yard sometimes at night. Like, it almost looks like soldiers marching. Okay. Um, Confederate soldiers, people have seen those before out in the yard. And then in John's room, there's a balcony just right off of his room that he has been seen standing on himself just Hanging out looking over his grounds, probably looking at the flowers, right? (laughs) Like, stay out of my flowers. (laughs) But that video itself was, I want to say, like 45 minutes long. And I'll be totally honest with you, with some of the readings that I did between that and the video, I didn't get all the way through the video, I kind of got the gist of it, yeah. Uh, but yeah, just little stuff throughout the night. They said on the actual McRaven website that they've gotten EVPs Mm -hmm. um, which I didn't find. I'm gonna still, I'm gonna dig a little bit more and see if I can actually find them and maybe share them to our website. Okay. But yeah, that's I mean, this seems like a pretty active house. Of course, they say it's one of the most haunted places in Mississippi. Of course. At least they just said Mississippi. They didn't try to claim anything outside of that. But Their next tour is in January, I believe, is what I saw on the website. So we got some time to plan. (laughs) I think I still have the website. I'm pretty sure
1: we say this for every location.
0: (laughs) Well, we were going to go to Idaho
1: that one time. Right.
0: (laughs) But I do. I found out I have a friend. It's a girl that I worked with at Starbucks. Uh And... She lives in Idaho now, and she's like, oh, I don't live far. She messaged me after that um, episode <laughs> and said, I don't live that far from there. I was like, oh, all might right. be having a guest stay the night. <laughs> yeah, here, I, I still have the website up, so I want to see when their next tour is. I want to say it was like January 14th or something. Ooh. And uh, haunted tours are Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays at 7 p.m. and 8.30 p.m. That's not very late.
1: Right. I don't know. And are they only at an hour
0: long? Um, final tour is given at four thirty. Damn that's for the history tour. So that one could be a little different. Mm. I would think it's about an hour, and then it looks like they may get a half hour in between. Here we go. Yeah. Saturday, January fourteenth is monthly ghost investigation,
1: Ooh. and
0: then February twenty fifth. So yeah, come learn about.
1: We got some time.
0: It says, come learn about the house and the family history at our 8.30 p.m. haunted tour, followed by a and a session. Then the investigation begins. Whoa. The investigation will last until around 1 or 2 a.m. Oh, no. It's okay, long. that's
1: a long one. Yeah.
0: So, okay, I'm wondering then if at 7 p.m. and 8.30 is just the historical part and then they let you loose. Maybe. Um Anyway, it lasts around 1 or 2 a.m. depending on the spirits, and it's very hands-on. The guests are the ones holding the equipment and asking all the questions. You won't want to miss this awesome night. Oh, they have candlelight tours. Mm. Those come back in October, so plenty of time to plan Yeah, lots of time to plan. Private investigations call for pricing. See? They have private investigations. There
1: we go. That's what we like.
0: So it sounds like that tour is going to be multiple people. We want... I know. I know. <laughs> so we've learned yeah, if we can. I mean, I guess it didn't say how much the tickets are. That's something else I can look up. I don't even know how far of a drive it is. Oh, it's
1: $75. Well, but for it said for the private call for pricing, so
0: right but if 75 for just their open tour then private tours are going to be a little pricey but
1: yeah. that's oh well that's the price you pay patreon <laughs> quite
0: literally yes and we would love to do private tours at this point because i mean of course we like going to the places we do go to and your patreon donations 100 percent help us no oh, yeah traveling get to those places but we we're going to have to start shelling out some extra money just to get those private tours cuz i feel like we just don't get the ex- full experience we want. Uh-huh. We're not able to get done what we want to get done with other people walking around.
1: Right. No offense other people, you're distracting.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's true, yeah.
0: So check out our patreon help us out help us get to new places maybe i mean i have no idea if we're gonna drive to mississippi we got a whole month to plan for it so very possible we'll (laughs) see um yeah that's that's really it that's all i had i know there's probably more i was trying to look through people's reviews of the place and see what they said and they just said the ghost tour is fun the the history tour is fun and i'm like okay right
1: thanks
0: (laughs) yeah um But it sounds like it's a pretty active place still after all this time. Yeah. Just, I don't know. It sounds like a mixture of residual and intelligent hauntings.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: And I guess you're encouraged to provoke them. So if you really want to do that, go for it. (laughs) (laughs) And if you've been to the McRaven house, let us know. Tell us about it. If we're going to make this trip, we got to know if it's really worth it.
1: Right. Right. I don't know. I'm just down for a road trip anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah. I would like to. I would like to do that. All right. Okay. I guess that wraps up this week's episode. The, well, well, this kind of
1: weekish. yeah. The, the next episode. episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, whatever it is. So next week, we're going to be in Missouri. Missouri. I had to look just to make sure, (laughs) because I can't spell to save my soul, apparently.
1: I cannot either.
0: So we're going up a little north now. More north side, if you will.
1: Yeah, in the middle. By the
0: waterfall? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right, well, I guess we'll wrap it up then, and we'll see you guys next week for another spooky place. Mm, See you then. Yeah, sorry, there was no Christmas tie to this. I really oh. tried. I thought about that, too. I was just thinking, because we said we wanted to try to tie Christmas in or the holidays in somehow. I really did. I really tried.
1: Listen, being sick also...
0: That didn't help. <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> we were even on the fence on if we were going to jump this in, sneak this in before our regular scheduled episode. Uh, yeah. But we did it. We did it for you.
0: We did this for you guys.
1: Yeah appreciate so
0: you're gonna get two episodes this week holy crap yeah so we'll see you guys on thursday
1: that's you kept saying next week i said homie like soon i know <laughs> it's at it's a habit It's right. true
0: well we'll see you guys on thursday see you then bye bye thanks for listening mixing editing and
1: music is by kelsey ingram our cover art is done by both of us visit our website at orsothesaypod.com. You can find links to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok all at Pod. If you would
0: like to donate and have access to all of our evidence from our investigations, please visit patreon.com slash Pod.
1: You can donate as little as $1 to hear EVPs, watch haunting videos, and see photographic evidence we've captured during our travels.
0: You can also give a once-off donation to our PayPal, which will be linked on our website as well. Merchandise can be found at redbubble.com slash people slash or
1: so they say pod. You can find Or So They Say on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. And when you do find us, please
0: make sure to rate, review, follow, or subscribe. We, and the algorithms, will thank you
1: for it. See See you next week. week.